0: Hello gamers, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cartridge Club. If you're new to the Cartridge Club, I'll quickly explain what we are. The Cartridge Club is a community of content creators and gamers of all generations. This show that you are listening to is a monthly book club for gamers. We pick a game, invite everyone in the club to play along, and we select three people to come on the show, and we discuss the game we just played. My name is Ryan, aka It's Rocket Sauce, and I'm one of the hosts for the show. Joining me is my co-host and none other from the YouTube channel, Second Breakfast, Musty Habit. Without any further ado, let's meet the panel for this month. First up, former co hosts of Cartridge Club Prime and CC Weekly, we have Sean, Player One. Hello, Sean. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Sean. Next up, the other former co hosts of CC Prime and CC Weekly, we have Mark, aka P2. Hello, Mark.
1: Hey Ryan, thanks for having me on. I uh I guess I'm the Luigi of the Cartridge Bros, you could say. All right, all right. Thanks for being here, Mark. Thanks for having me. Now you
0: might remember our next panel member from episode three of the cartridge club, which was Super Mario RPG. We have FitNet.
2: Hello, FitNet. Hey, how's it going? It's Thank you for being
0: here, buddy. I know it's been a while. It's glad to have you back on the show. Good to be here. <laughs> So that's our guests. And with that, I'm going to kick it over to my co-host Musty. Take it away, Musty. Hello, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, We are very excited
3: to uh, close this out. This is August game of the month, which was selected by the uh, patrons over at patreon.com slash cartridge club. And this was one that was nominated and voted on by those patrons. And so we played Uh, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo Uh, and so I want to kick things off with a little bit of background information on the game for people uh, who are absolutely oblivious to what video games are and so I'll be going into early impressions uh, some of which were formed years and years ago and some much more recently. Uh, To those unfamiliar, Super Mario World uh, is a 1990 side-scrolling platform game developed and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, And this story follows Mario's quest to save Princess Toadstool and Dinosaur Land from the series antagonist Bowser and his children, the Koopa Kids or Koopalings. The gameplay is similar to that of the early Super Mario games on the NES. Uh, Players control Mario or his brother Luigi through a series of levels in which the goal is to reach the flagpole at the end. Uh, Super Mario World introduced Yoshi A Dinosaur who can eat enemies and gain abilities by eating the shells of Koopa Troopas. Uh, Now, this was uh, developed, Nintendo had a few different studios. Uh, Nintendo EAD is the one that headed up uh, Super Mario World. Of course, also published by Nintendo, as most first-party games are, uh, directed by uh, Takashi Tezuka. Uh, And this came out on a whole lot of systems, and it's one of those games that has been perpetuated through virtual console, uh, but you can play this on the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy Advance, the 3DS, the Wii, the Wii U, and now the SNES Classic, or other conventional means uh, that you may come up with. Um, Now, uh, like I said, this came out in Japan in 1990. It did not come to the States until August of 1991. uh, And then, April uh, 11th of 92 in Europe, Uh, and then Game Boy Advance, their release was later uh, 2001 uh, in Japan and 2002, in both North America and Europe. Um, Generally though, this is a platformer, and I know that we don't necessarily have people who are big fans of platformers, so I want to go first to P1. What were your early impressions of Super Mario World, and uh, what, uh, tell me a little bit about your experience with the game.
4: So first off, Musty, I want to thank you uh, for 60 episodes. I've been writing. I've been slaving over those blurbs that go uh, at the top of the document sheet for we talk about what game of the month is Um, slaving. Yeah, I get it. It takes a massive amount of creative energy to come up with a way to succinctly describe what a game is, and this is the first time that any of my co-hosts, I I guess, seeing as I've only had one, but the first time that any of my co-hosts have uh, done me the honor of actually reading out that that blurb that I put together uh, through my own blood, sweat and tears. So thank you for that. Wait, what? (laughs) My first memories of Super Mario World uh, come from uh, childhood. We had a super NES as kids Mark and I did. And I actually remember
1: uh, I think we got it for Christmas. Um, No, no, we did not. (laughs) Are you sure? Wait till he gets to me. I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the real story of what happened. Because
4: right, I, I spoke to Seiji this weekend, and he told me stories that you thought were real, and they were not. No, oh, I know all the real <laughs> stories. All the real stories I have. Let's we'll, we'll see. Anyway, I, I just remember when we put, put Super Mario World in for the first time that I remember there already being a save file there. And uh, I remember accusing our parents of playing the game uh, while we were in bed asleep before they gave it to us.
1: What? No, um, that didn't happen.
4: I remember that, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Final Fantasy you're thinking of? No, it was this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we had this kids, and I loved it then. It was an adorable game, uh, and I've gone back to it a couple of times as an adult, uh, including this month for the show. And it's just fun. It's fun, and it uh, like all Nintendo games. It's as uh, different. It, it has like its own built built in built-in difficulty, where the more you want to dig and try and collect all the items. And all the secrets uh, the more difficult it is and if you just want to get through the world you can just get through the worlds so big big fan of super mario world um really glad we played it i can't wait to hear what mark thinks was the <laughs> truth of how we got it i
3: can't yeah, believe we should. Earth. i can't i can't wait to to i'm not going to hold out for an answer here mark we're going
1: to you oh your early uh, impressions and the truth okay. uh if we can handle i will it. uh i will set the picture it was a balmy summer evening in fact it was the month of the release it was august of 1991 that we got this um me and my brother and my mom were sitting down eating supper just eating supper dad walks in the house he just got off work he, he works he's to work weird hours um walks in with the super nintendo we had no idea it was coming shows up with it randomly not at christmas time just right in the middle of summer right when we're eating supper brings it in i'm like holy crap mom's like you gotta finish your supper before you eat so Dad was setting it up. Me and Sean are trying to woof the rest of this food into us. We go out to sit down. and It was the first time I realized as soon as I sat down, I knew I was going to be player Two. I knew I was going to be Luigi. It was the first time I realized I had this persona. Except at this point, the NES was already around when I was becoming, uh, you know, cognizant, when I was becoming aware of my surroundings. Um, so Sean had already played all these. And I was never really Luigi with him. I was sort of, whenever I was playing, I was sort of playing on my own. Um, this was the first time I realized I'm going to be Luigi, and it was cemented in my brain, and it's consumed my persona, and it has made me who I am today. It was because of this one moment in August of 1991. You remember? No, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I'm f- still, <laughs> not, still not coming back. <laughs> it formed my whole life. You better remember. <laughs> but anyway, we got *Palm Fantasy* 2 at Christmas that year. Anyway, um, so yeah, I uh, loved it. Loved it right from the start. I've always been a big fan of Mario and my first impressions were just blown away um, about how much of an upgrade it was from Mario three shots fired.
3: Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about the uh, differences there. Fitnat.
2: (laughs) We we already, we already know what you think about Super Mario RPG. Now let's hear about Super Mario world. So I actually did have experience with Mario world on like, uh, Mario RPG, that was the first one I was playing that game, but this game was uh, my first Nintendo game, possibly. And uh, I remember distinctly that I walked into a barbershop to obviously get a haircut, and they had that set up. Obviously, it's been a while since I've been in one of those. But um, they had Mario World, and uh, that was how I first played that game. And even though I already had Genesis, that convinced me to get my Super Nintendo after that. And... Uh, i played the game again this month on my original system with my original copy but uh yeah i loved the game at the time and uh it's still a great game now
3: very good
0: ryan how about you i love this game uh still so spoilers for the end um but uh this is um this was my first time playing it um now it came to a point in time and i've told the story a couple of times when I had the choice between getting a Sega Genesis or a Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo only came bundled with Super Mario World, while the Genesis came with four games. Uh, one of them being Sega one or Sonic the Hedgehog, one of them being like Joe Montana Football. I think one was Golden Axe. So I went with the more games because I never got many games as a kid. Uh, but deep down inside, I still wanted the Super Nintendo just because of this game. I remember playing it like at Target kiosks, and just absolutely loving this game. Um, I loved Mario Brothers three, and this felt like the next step forward. Um, and mainly because Mario had a dinosaur. You know, he had a pet dinosaur he could ride. So that was mind blowing to me as a kid. Um, it's it was just you know something. I believe I got my Super Nintendo like two years later, and the first game that came bundled with it. And I, I I bought it used too from Funko Land. Um, I believe I traded in like a second NES that my mom worked the deal over for. Um, with a coworker, worker um, but I had to have that game it was one of the ones besides Donkey Kong Country 2 I needed to have Super Mario World because I played that game at friend's house uh, the neighbor's house cousin's house anytime I would go to a friend's house and they'd be like oh we have Castlevania this and you know something over here know, I'm like now nah, let's just play Mario World you know so this is a game that I, I love so
3: very good so I uh, will give a little bit of my backstory here again. I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Um, my neighbors did, which is why I went with a Genesis, is so that I could just go over to their house and play. Uh, and we did play Super Mario World there. So I'm I'm not a uh, total noob when it comes to this uh, this game. In fact, I've played multiple times into you know mid game and just have always hit kind of stopping blocks, either because uh, yeah, I wasn't in my own home or, uh, or for whatever other reason, but, uh, until this point, I, I had never finished the game until yesterday. And so, uh, that actually felt really good to kind of get past that point. Uh, I had never made it to chocolate Island. Um, and so, uh, being able to, to knock that out, uh, felt really good. Uh, yeah early impressions it it's always been beautiful uh it's it's kind of iconic the the nice thing is most mario games that that initial opening screen always is just one that you kind of it sticks with you and it and it becomes associated to the system itself and, and the super mario world one is is no is no different uh in that in that case but um Yeah, overall, I'm going to say I I enjoyed it, although I I have some some comments that we'll get into at some point. Um, But let's talk briefly about the story. Which, if you've played Mario games before, you know how deep in lore these games can be. Bowser kidnaps the princess, and you have to see. There you go. There's your story.
2: That seems a little less complicated than the last one I played.
3: <laughs> yeah, just just a, just a little bit. Um, now, I'm going to assume that most people who are listening have some familiarity with Mario. Maybe that's a in, an unfair uh, assessment, but um, for the sake of time, you know, obviously you're we've brought up a few names already. Mario is your player one, and Luigi is your player two, and Yoshi has come up as well. Um, but we haven't really talked about. Uh, well, I mean, are there are there other characters that you guys really kind of associate to or really really love, uh, Ryan? Do you do you have a, a character that sticks out more than more than anyone else
0: that that you want to kind of talk about? Or so for me, there's two characters besides Mario, and maybe this is chino a little bit. So one of them is Yoshi. Uh, like I said before, this that the idea that Mario had a dinosaur that he could ride was mind blowing to me, um, and the fact that there are Multiple. There's four different color ones, I believe, too, or maybe five different colors. There's red, there's blue, there's yellow, besides green. Um, and the the is different it, color there ones are one?
3: there's a pink one, isn't there? Not in not in this edition. Uh, okay, I'm
0: sorry. There's eight colors in
3: Smash and
0: Woolly World and yeah, Yoshi's Island and whatnot. Now, and the thing is with the Yoshi's in this game that they um, they have different abilities. Aside from the green one, the green one's just like standard. Um, he's gonna spit out a shell regardless of the color of the shell he eats. Um, the blue one, I think, breaks the game, um, and the blue one can be unlocked in the Star World. All of these can be actually unlocked in the Star World. They'll start off as a small little baby Yoshi, and you feed it a few different fruits or veggies. Um, they will eventually grow big and then you can go back to this world and get them anytime you need them um, and then like i said they especially, essentially the blue one breaks the game because any turtle shell he eats he can just fly over all the lands uh, and to me like that made him awesome like that was just i know it's completely breaking the game and cheap but i think it's fantastic the red one any turtle shell he eats spits out fire and i believe the yellow one turns them into coins and besides the Yoshi's i, I also want to point out the koopa kids i'm glad you called them the koopa kids because that's what i've always called them my whole life uh uh i love them i wish they they would incorporate them more into the mario games for some reason they don't like adding them to the 3d games for some reason but other than that you know i I think they're fantastic very good and
3: yeah i I i should mention that the story itself has a little bit more to it than just save the princess uh there is a, a subtext and, and a sort of backstory with Yoshi. You start in Yoshi's home uh, and you, or you start near near Yoshi's home and you can actually go in and see that all of his uh, friends have been taken away by these Koopalings. And so that that kind of sets up the world mechanic of, of Super Mario World and you have, seven worlds to go through. Uh, there are seven Koopalings, and each of them has sort of a, a big uh, castle at the end uh, in kind of traditional Mario uh, layout. Uh, much like Mario 3, this one also has a map mechanic, so you can sort of pick the world you're going to instead of just going through linearly as you would in the first two games. Uh, and uh, trying to think if we should just kind of go through maybe our favorite worlds. Uh, are there, are there sp- specific areas of the world that you liked? Uh, we can talk about, I guess, the different aspects of those worlds because each of them sort of had, some of them had a unique uh, musical tone or they had unique level design. Uh, so let's kind, of, let's kind of hit there. Is there, uh, for me, I'll say for me, I uh, liked the uh, donut land the second land. Um, it's where you first get the feather, um, which is the Cape power up. And that was my go-to. If I could uh, ever grab that, that was kind of my my way to go. And I, yeah, I think we will get, I, I realize I'm skipping ahead of making sure that there's other people who wanted to talk about characters. Uh, let's talk about the Koopalings. I mentioned them, right? There's seven of them. And they're all have—they all, have, they all have unique names. Kind of, I—I uh, I, I guess, interesting in the way that they selected the names. What did you guys think of the Koopalings? Do you have one that you like over the others? Uh, and we can kind of maybe talk about them or their boss fight. Roy's awesome.
4: Um, he just looks cool. He's you know, pink head, sunglasses. He's the man. He's my favorite. If there was going to be a Koopaling who was like in charge, it should be him. Although is it Ludwig with the big hair, who looks like uh, Beethoven? I like him too.
1: Those two, they're my favorites. Excellent and uh, P two. Hey hey oh um I don't know I don't know the names of them. What's the last guy? The one before Bowser? Larry. 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 That guy was a uh, he was tough when I was little. <laughs> so because you you fall in that lava and you're in de- your toast and you're trying to bounce him off right? That's the guy right? The, the second la- or the last guy. Before Bowser, yeah. man, Larry, he was a dick. Um, but I, you, I yeah.
4: Did you did you add a my little pony and a and a little dolphin to your set behind you um, since we started?
1: Yeah, so I remember him standing out when I was a kid. I used to love when the guys would run up the walls and then drop down on you. Um, I always thought that was a really cool mechanic uh when I was we. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I always liked them as bosses in games too. I sort of wish that they, like when they brought in like the brutals for, uh, Odyssey, uh, they could have been, you know, groomsmen and, you know, it, or, you know, it could have been these guys or, you know, or, or bridesmaids. Um, but instead they chose the brutals. Why didn't they use these guys? These guys should be in every single game. I love them. Um, but yeah, those, those are the ones that stand out to me. Yeah, that is, that is a
3: really good point. Um, that they, cause they've, they've brought, they brought the koopaling's into uh into they're in smash right or they're in cart at least um yeah yeah they're not in smash no, they're, they're in smash. maybe they're in a, they're the alternate same...
0: skins for for Bowser Jr
3: yeah gotcha okay yeah so uh it is interesting that they moved away from it i i guess the the concept that uh all of Bowser's children are planning his wedding maybe just didn't work from a lore perspective and this was a more creative way to, to get around that but um and I think
1: weren't they supposed to be his nephews, um, and not his kids? Isn't that? Uh, I
0: always thought of them as their kids personally from the cartoons. Um, I always yeah. thought of it as that. Um, if and it's in a book, I was not aware. I always thought that these were his kids, and oh, it's called. So an who's inventory. their mom? Well, he's a reptile, right? They can be like asexual or something. Oh, <laughs> Pop Daddy, Daddy, yeah. Daddy taught me that. Pop yeah.
1: Daddy taught me that.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? He's a bad guy. He can, you know, whore himself around. You know, oh damn! Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not muted.
0: <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, I, I think they're fantastic. They're fantastic characters. Um, I agree with you. Uh, Wendy's ugly, you know. But uh, that's always she's like the only one that's a girl. Uh, not to shame anyone, but she's ugly. Uh, but Ludwig's always been my favorite because of the lettuce. I love his hair. It's fantastic. Um, But yeah, and the fact that they're always
4: like the the final boss of every land is great too. Kind of like Lemmy too. It's Lemmy right? Or is it Lenny, the guy with like the one spike of hair up front, and he's got the crazy eye? Is it Lenny or Lemmy? Lenny. Lemmy. Lemmy's the first. The first one. Yeah. Maybe it's him. I'm thinking of. Is there a Lenny?
0: It's Lemmy and Iggy
4: and Wendy and Ludwig and. Roy, we I mean, should, should have wrote these names down. I didn't think we were going to talk about these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I noticed hey, you have man. Toad
1: Morton, <laughs> Toad written up in the character list. <laughs>
4: yeah, man, Toad's important. Toad's a big deal.
1: All right. Yeah. Wait, when do you what world, world is he? When do you bump into Toad?
4: All of them when you go into his house and open his chests.
1: Wait, what ge- little mushroom what game house? You, what, what game did you play this month? <laughs> Who do you think those belong to? Wait, what are
4: you? Is it the no mushroom houses? It's what? No, there's not. Man, what? August. I can't believe yeah. you don't remember him bringing it home in August. With the cat suit, right? This is the one with the cat suit.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Super now- Mario
4: 3D World. That's what I play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool? Um, also, I love donut planes as well. But I don't know if you guys noticed this or if you knew this in the past. You probably know this. Everybody probably knows this. When I um, first realized that on the world map, if it's a red dot, Uh, for the world there's a secret exit in it if it's a yellow dot there's no secret exit
2: when i I discovered that
1: yeah when i discovered that as a kid i was like i'm now going to be able to complete this game and that is how i was able to find every single secret exit isn't that cool there's a cool tip for people pro tip i don't know it's fantastic that's something i i've never known until you just told me right
4: now hey well there you go did you write nintendo to thank them for making the game designed for your disability
1: I assume that they, uh, oh, well, you could tell that they're two different shades. But anyway, <laughs> um,
0: I, I've always known the ghost house have at least a secret entrance. Sometimes two secret entrances. I want to talk about the ghost houses
4: for a second because those things are legit scary. Um, I don't what? like them. Oh, they, don't cre- they creep me out. Like <laughs> That's those are the hardest <laughs> stages. The ghost houses, like each the each stage, each world's ghost house is like intense. You get in there. Some of them you're just lost. It's like. I can't find the pal. I don't know where this pal is. I've been going through this door six times. Where's this pal? I got to find this pal. I know I got to go over there. I see the outline. I see the coin outline, but I don't know how to make it come. I got to find find the (laughs) pal. I think the ghost house for
0: like donut or for chocolate island is like, if you don't do the correct one, you just keep going in a loop.
4: Basically. I'm stuck there forever. It's an infinite loop. This shit is crazy. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's not the end of the
1: game. (laughs)
2: Nope. (laughs) This thing may return later.
4: That's that's how the game ended for me, Mario. Was trapped in eternity in this ghost house till he withered away to nothing. He became a dry bones.
1: Taught me life lessons. Yeah.
4: And you can't bring Yoshi into
0: the ghost house for some reason.
4: No, Yoshi don't. Yoshi don't fuck around. He knows, man. (laughs) He knows you don't go in there. Yoshi don't play. He's seen the Conjuring. He's like, "Mm -mm, that little girl's gone. (laughs)
0: He's like, he's like, you might, Mario, you might be new to this world here, but I've been here forever, so.
2: And every time Mario exits the houses, he's just like, I told you not to go in there. <laughs> you done fucked up, Mario. I told you. Get man, on and go. Di- if, you,
0: if you die, you lose Yoshi.
4: He's like, well, he's gone.
0: So Yeah, he's, he's like, it. I'm so out
4: of here. I'm out. He ain't going he <laughs> come. Pieces out. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, he's seen the conjuring. He knows once Mario gets killed by the ghost, it's coming after him. <laughs>
3: Only if he's not looking at him.
4: That's right. <laughs> which is uh Nintendo's way to teach of teaching us to face our fears.
1: Wow. That's deep,
3: deep, very deep. So we've talked about the big bosses. We've talked there's some fortresses in there too. Uh, that's, that's, did you guys, some of these are optional. Um, and I know that some speedrun categories require that you go through all the fortresses. Did, did any of you take the paths that took you in those directions or did you kind of skip those,
0: Ryan? For, the, for this time playing, just to, for the sake of beating the game, I didn't do all the fortresses. I plan on going back to do it because, you know, well, as we record this, this is a little early. So I plan on going back and trying to 100% this game in August um but i hate the fortresses for the actually i hate them more than the ghost houses and it's because I, I i for some reason i and i used to be really good at it you know may call it you know rust if you will but i was terrible this run of taking off the the triceratopses
1: on the spinning wheel oh so, oh oh it's a super easy trick i could t- you just you stand on one and you just jump I know but i always like <laughs> biff i was like biff i take out the first one right away
0: and i'm like oh oh the ground's coming off I'm, I'm biffing here, so it's and, like i've done it but like man was i like, i used to be so good at it and i was so bad this run but um yeah that's essentially is uh, i'm not the biggest fan of them at least from this previous run but it's just because probably i'm rusty so
1: the uh uh, the one that when you're coming out of the, the forest, the secret one, the one, the optional one, that you don't even have to go to. It's like off to the left of the forest. That is a seriously hard fortress. Um, I remember having troubles with that when so I was a what, what
3: what's behind that one? Because I I didn't end up going out that direction because I was just like oh. I, I wanted to just get a straight line to get out of that place because the forest has always been to me, the forest was always the spot that that thwarted my efforts to finish this <laughs> game. Um yeah. And it it was, you know, so I definitely wanted to avoid the ghost house. I, I'd avoid going off to the, to the left on, on that area. And so I, but like, what benefit is there? Is it just a thing? Is it a dead
4: end or? I think
2: it's, it's just the, Star Road, right? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, is that the one that leads to Star Road? Yeah. That's the only well, one I a, got the Star Road for.
4: There's a reindeer back there now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is uh that's the hardest one. And it gets you to the furthest point, I think, in Star Road that you can can get to, other than mm, can you get to the Bowser? I think you have to get anyway. Um so yeah, the only thing that on that side of it is uh is Star Road. But uh, what's the name of that forest called Forest of Illusion, right? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yep. Man, that is just full of puzzles. Every every I think every single stage has a secret exit. Um, and sometimes there's multiple. And when and before you've realized that you have to go down that pipe at the almost at the end of that last level, otherwise you can't get to Chocolate Island. I was stumped when I was a kid, but uh, that's the beauty of it. Eventually, you figure it out, and it feels good.
2: I'm be sure. honest, I never got this far in the game as a kid, and this is the first time I really encountered the secret exits. So this was completely new to me for that. But that was frustrating. Like that's the first time they're required for progression, so that kind of caught me off yeah. guard.
1: Good point. I think it is the only time you need to do the secret exit, which is the normal exit. Yeah,
2: uh, th- yeah, because
3: there, well, there's the one on the Chocolate Island where you have to do this the right. the flying
2: cape spin to get there. Um, yeah, where you have to go from underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really like that one.
1: Wait, hold on, say that again. <laughs> so there's
3: there's uh, the one where if you go up to the top, I it's it's one where if if you finish the level through the the main goalposts. It just sends you in a circle uh like the map opens up just a loop that ends up bringing Mm -hmm. you right back to the same place i i realize that this is something that you've never encountered and so (laughs) Uh.
1: i think you're thinking of a different place though because i think the one you're thinking of is the time limit one where you have a certain amount of time to beat it to carry on otherwise it keeps looping you is is that the one Wait, no. It sounds like you're talking about the one on the brick. No, bridge this where you is to...
3: this is the one where, the, where there's a lot of the like um the platforms that circle around the sing- the, the dot like there's the mm-hmm. the brick and then you've got the the platforms that spin um and some of those have have flying koopas and some of them have those those uh black oh. and red guys that like attach yeah. to that
1: right the fuzzy things. The f- yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. There's some enemies the... like that especially in in the um toward the end uh that are super frustrating uh the the they're like fuzzies but they are uh glowing uh, mm. burning fire ones <laughs> um yeah. and they move super slow and it's almost impossible to like navigate the jump you almost have to i, I don't know can,
0: can i ask you a quick is the one you're referring to the one where you have to, you, you're talking about flying across, you go past the one that's up top and you have to yes. fly across? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So the way you can break that easily is if you get Yoshi and you just, what's it called? You just eat the turtle shell and fly all the way across. You don't have to worry about... Well,
3: that's, I mean, the, 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 there's some ways to cheese a lot of levels. And yes, that is that is one of them. The pro way tip. that, the way that I'm <laughs> pro tip the, the way that I figured out to get the right amount, to, because the problem I was having with uh, flying was that you would, unlike Mario 3, where you would just fly and then eventually you would you would stop flying. Uh, this one, you have the option with the cape to do the, the sort of the swooping and then dive bombing and swooping and kind of be able to continue it that way. And I could never get that pattern down. Uh, I didn't have a lot of practice, but I could never get that pattern down. But if you do a running and instead of a normal jump, you do a cape spin jump, it gives you just enough to land right, right at uh, where those one-up boxes are. And so that was how I managed to get that. There's really the only one where you had to do some kind of flying mechanic to get around it um, that I couldn't get with... Like I, I didn't have Yoshi. I didn't get to Star Road, so confession. Uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't have any of those secret power-ups. So all of your... All of your Yoshi infatuation, Ryan. I, I had none of it because like I'm, Yoshi, I'm I still a basic
0: Yoshi in that level, so mm-hmm. you just need to you just need, he's
1: he's at the halfway yeah, point too.
3: You just you just need to not get hit by things, you know? yeah. Yeah. Gotta be <laughs> good, you know?
2: I just ran and jumped. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure you can just run and jump and fly, can't you? Off of that
2: point? Yeah, you just hold it and it just goes the right amount of height. That's the one where yeah. the thing that did trip me up though was that's the one with like the I think it's the blue Koopa that like starts walking out, like right where you need to jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's to, to help you fly, fly
3: if you have
1: Yoshi. Yes. Yeah.
2: Or to scare the crap out of you. If you forget it's there and you're yeah. running at full speed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I know you sure. can do the, the bouncy thing too, by just pressing a, as you're flying. Cause that'll give you the, mirror know, so that See, that the thing
3: work. is there, there was no, and maybe, maybe this is a byproduct of not having the manual. Uh, there was nothing to teach you to how to do that at least i didn't find anything that was like that like encouraged you to really practice that up to that point
0: i think that's mostly from like discovery i guess of playing it because there's those i want to say the, the the way i kind of think i discovered it back in the day is from the block levels you know the you know the switches the yellow switch the red switch the blue switch mm-hmm. um the green switch that some of them are just long runs and or there's levels too where you can just, you know, get coins if you're hovering. So like I know there's one that you you can run up a pipe because there's a red it's the first level that you get the feather, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a red angle or you know, red, I guess ninety degree mm-hmm. angle that lets you run right up a wall, uh or up a pipe. And then when you get to the top of it, you can just cast off. And then I guess just years of playing around with it, you know mm-hmm. playing around, you learn how to a little bit more of the, the techniques, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Thankfully, I didn't have to use it too much, but yeah, I'm 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 no good with flying uh, the cape. I much prefer the the uh, raccoon tail any day. So <laughs> you're killing me. You're killing me.
1: Sorry. So did you prefer Fireflower over Cape in this game?
3: No, Cape. Cape hundred percent. Okay, good. Okay, Hundred
2: percent. I'll, I'll take uh, that.
1: <laughs> so there's this
3: one world if you can find it above the ghost house in Donut Land, uh, the hidden area. Uh, was a sigh of relief once I found that, because um, I knew that I would not need to worry about continuing. I knew that I would not need to worry about needing power ups. I could always go back there and and stock up. So uh, that was a a a huge uh, a huge help going forward, especially later. The only thing that bothered me was having to walk all the way back. Like I, I'd get down to like one
4: or two lives, and they're like okay, let's go stock up. Yeah, you could just not. If you just stop dying, um, oh, you don't have to walk all the way I back know. there. I understand
1: okay. that. Or you just stop at the toad house and uh, Pro fill, tip. Up, fill up on one ups at the toad house, right? I like P-1? the cat suits. What? <laughs>
2: Actually, what to- I think I the think one's mixing the toad houses up with the bonus games. Where it yeah, them, I was. Uh, where you get the little boxes that go around yeah. and you get to hit them. Mm, yeah. You have to yeah. match them, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Fitnat,
4: it. for understanding. We probably should have had you on more than one episode in the last five years. <laughs> it
2: took me a minute to get there too. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was a thing because you don't really yeah. see it that often, right? Unlike
4: um, my brother, who's unforgiving and un- unyielding. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I-, I wish. You know what? I might still be a host if Fitnat had been the co-host.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, who, who will never know. But um, speaking of farming for men was there any place that anybody liked to farm for one-ups because first level of the illusion uh forced illusion you get that star and man you just clean
2: up that is my favorite cheese spot in the game i just immediately like every time i needed to stock up on lives at all it was like immediately go back to that level just get 20 of them in one go (laughs) yeah not that many close
1: no, yeah you can get 20 for sure and I love you to trying to set that record of like your own personal best
2: I loved it loved it yeah there then was one at the end
1: and you just started right back in the middle with the uh, stars again <laughs> that's great
2: yeah there was one point where I was trying to finish the level with um I guess technically you say Super Mario the the mushroom Mario um I don't know like the actual names for those different states which that's is super, odd. That's Super I, Mario yeah I never thought about it until now. But anyway, where I was trying to end the level with that, but I kept getting hit by one stupid thing, so I kept trying to replay the level just to get that at the end and end with Yoshi and that. So I ended up with like fifty lives, which I did not need.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, I was.
3: Still, I was always a hidden area guy. That was. That was. That was my spot. But no, no shame. Again, if I had, I guess if I had, if I had found Star World, Star Land, Star. <laughs> star road star road Road.
2: other area correction isn't it donut Plains? yes i'm sure that's driving somebody nuts so i thought i'd point it out there used to be a shop up in uh, not far
3: from here called donut land i was probably one getting stuck thinking that excuses
2: excuses
3: yeah sure Uh, (laughs) donut Plains. my bad apologies um but yeah once i had that because that that spot has two fire flowers and two uh Cape feathers and a Yoshi, and then every time you go back in with Yoshi, you get another one up. Um, so probably not as practical or fast as the way that you guys are doing it. I guess I just I didn't even know that I didn't even realize that that was a possible way to farm.
4: So just you could even in the first world, there's a a green Koopa that comes down the stairs before the po- the pole. If you just time it right, oh you can jump my on him God. infinitely <laughs> and get
1: ninety nine. This nice. is why this is why we're not hosting anymore, right here.
2: <laughs> that's also a very long walk if you're farther into the end. It's much more. Just go to Forest of Illusion and just run and get twenty lives immediately.
0: I'm with you, Musty. Though that's the spot I always want to farm. But you can also take the shortcut. That's right there from Star Road. We'll take you right to yeah. There.
1: Oh, is that shade? Were you just tossing shade at Musty? Well, I'm just saying this. You know, <laughs> if you explored it, you
0: can get the. You know, we're already off to a bad start, yeah. right?
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the first episode, guys. Come
3: on, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, I understand. There's, there's all these little secrets and there's, there's little things that that you, you can find, and if you, if you really dive into it, or if I had maybe picked up a Nintendo power that I have uh, and looked at it, I would have realized that some of these things exist. But
4: uh, it's all right, Musty. Just not everybody's adventurous. Some people are are plain. Um, it's okay. Are You calling takes- me plain? <laughs> No, it takes all kinds, (laughs) white bread. Um, So (laughs) uh, I want to talk about the water worlds for a second because uh, it's a theme in Mario games that they might be the only water levels that I don't hate with a passion. Um, They're actually almost sort of relaxing. I, I enjoy the water stages in Mario games, and I can't think of another game whose water stages I find enjoyable.
2: So oh, just, uh, up until um, you kong? accidentally yeah. jump one extra time too many and hit a fish
4: oh yeah i guess that sucks
2: <laughs> um
4: donkey kong i guess would be the the next possible comparison because i'm supposed to like that song aquatic ambience
3: it's good
4: and I, it, it may be the music in this is
3: also very i mean it's it's funny how they can take the same the same song and just give it a little bit of flavor twist and then suddenly it you know
4: this I mean, one's more, doing it, they were doing it with games in the franchise. Why does it make sense to do it I with know. songs too? <laughs> this yeah. is true. You know what's cooler than a Tanuki tail? A cape. Because mm-hmm. right. that makes him even super. You <laughs> know, <laughs> he's a superhero
3: now. It's like it's like the it's like the Instagram filter of video game design, right?
1: Hmm. You know what? You're all making good points about why. I guess Mario Three does have an edge on Super Mario World when it comes to power ups because uh it's got the tanuki suit it's got the raccoon tail the hammer hammer bros got the hammer bros got the frog suit it's got elmo (laughs) (laughs) we got in super mario world you got what Fireflower. you got cape we got yoshi well you 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 take uh, you take
3: four of the power ups and put them into yoshi basically but
1: those yeah i mean you're only going to use blue
2: <laughs> yeah, but it, that really is less impressive if you're just going base game, like yeah. from one of the next. Mario 3 mm. definitely has the edge with power-ups, even though I didn't really play that one as much. Also, as far as the Elmo references and all these other things, good <laughs> luck audio listeners figuring out what the heck <laughs> one's <everyone's> talking about. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, no, there's, there's one of the power-ups, maybe it's the Tanuki suit that almost looks like Elmo in Mario 3 that's the reference that's the reference
1: right there and it does kind of look. Like, and, but you can turn to a statue man you don't get any statue action in and, the, and the and the Karibo shoe Karibo shoe oh you can't forget it although you do get to blow up into a balloon in mario world um yeah by swallowing the p balloon or something like that yeah whoa that's private hey this what. is
3: this is not the sonic podcast okay oh! take it take <laughs> it down
4: the people that that's then. on the work that's on the Warcraft podcast, the p balloon.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, poop sock. Yeah, uh, we're getting off track here. I mean, you do what you got to do when you're stuck in the Forest of Illusion. Mario's out there. Oh, fit <laughs> <With> that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to go
3: from here. Uh,
0: you mentioned I, the music there. With, I uh, did.
3: Yeah, I did not mention the music. That's true. Uh, which is, you know borderline iconic uh well not borderline it's iconic let's let's be honest here um did you guys have favorite tracks or did you have favorite uh editions of the mario music and if so uh it is time for acapella mario let's hear it um nobody's gonna want to do this oh
4: i thought we were doing it go for it do it no 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 (laughs) (laughs) which song are we doing
3: whatever
1: song you want to do
0: how about the victory song you know when you beat a level Oh, you played well. the wrong game. <laughs> that's
1: a, hey, that's he an played awful played game brah. here. Talking he about that, he played a
4: game. Be nice. It's uh, <laughs> how does it go? It's something, something. Do the Odyssey. Something, <laughs> something.
1: <laughs> hey, that was a good one. That was good. Yeah. Mark, make the
0: sound.
4: Ding. Mark. Ding. Mark. No. Sound sound <laughs> the sound that it
1: makes when you get hit by a Goomba. Uh I'm they probably didn't even bother putting a sound effect in for that. I don't I have no idea what that could possibly be. Does it
3: sound no. anything like when Yoshi gets scared and tries to run away? Hmm. You well, know what, what so I liked low. about that?
1: That you can actually get Yoshi back. I like that it didn't just make it an instant kill. Uh respectable. Respect. You can get him back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Yep. Except when you send him to the abyss. Mm.
1: Yeah, I imagine. But you have kill to him.
3: do. There is one level where you have oh. to abandon Yoshi.
1: No, I don't even want to hear it. If <laughs> you just... don't, if you don't have the blue shell, or
3: if you don't have a cape, you have to abandon Yoshi because you can't make that jump without leaping off of
4: him.
1: R.I.P. Uh... So I, I just, uh,
4: I didn't like how much the baby <laughs> cried.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about the uh, sunken ghost ship thing right before Bowser's World? That was Loved awesome. It. Loved it. Remember how weird it was getting to it? <laughs> At no. The very one, end. Why don't
0: you remind us here? Why don't you tell us about it?
3: Well, yeah, I only, I only got to it the first time yesterday. So yeah, oh, <laughs> you tell
1: us. Well, I don't even care. Like the whole, the whole level is cool and all that. It's just a sunken. It's like a ghost ship. Or sorry a haunted house but it's a ghost ship so you're underwater a lot of the time and stuff but at the very end you drop down this giant chasm and you get a question mark i think it's the only time in the game that you beat a level by getting a question mark
3: what was Sounds that all an about? awful lot like another game
1: yeah what was that all about uh i have no idea <laughs> that's the end of my spiel but it also opens up bowser's world <laughs> this is true
2: It's also really cool when you, like, are just traveling the map and you first notice that area and you see the sunken ship. Just as an area detail, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool little map detail. And then it goes there. That's just an awesome moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyone who's played further than Vanilla Dome, (laughs) like, before today, is completely just bored with my obsession with that.
1: Vanilla Dome's awesome, though. I like Vanilla. You know what I like about Vanilla Dome? Is when you first get out of it. It it feels good to get out of Vanilla Dome. <laughs>
2: yep, I think the Ghost House in Vanilla Dome is as far as I got in the game as a kid. Just confession.
1: <laughs> right on, right on. It was tricky, uh, actually. The one in Donut Plains had a lot of uh, puzzles too, but but yeah, I mean, they're all good. I do love the the
0: Ghost House theme though too. I know we mentioned a little bit earlier, you know. But it's it adds a little creepiness to it. You know, it's it's not a scary game, but it definitely like adds the pressure to it. You know, with the ghosts.
4: It's definitely something that just burned in my head too. The ghost hosts are like in my list of things that terrify me. It's The Shining, uh drowning, like death by drowning, and Ghost House. Ghost oh, House is my... like they're creepy, man. <laughs> uh, it those it does like... feel good though when you
0: beat them though. It's like a sigh of you know. It's not. It lady. doesn't
4: feel good. It's like uh like my heart's slow, slowly start like it, my because my the whole time I'm in there, my heart is pounding, my palms are sweaty. Like I'm nervous. I don't want to be in there at all. It's like, is there ghosts behind me? If I'm not looking at it, is it coming up behind me? Like I left the screen and I couldn't see it now, but is it still there? Is it still coming? Uh, like what's going on? Is, is there going to be another one in front of me? Is there going to be one of those circles where there's like nine of them from the pits of hell laughing, and there's <laughs> that one who's just like,
1: <sighs> <laughs>
2: like, oh man, that's going to be a gift to say it now.
1: <laughs> and there was those yeah. uh, green ectoplasm
2: balls that were like... Yeah, flying. what the... Yeah, those were odd. Very weird. Out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and, um... I think of, we were mentioning uh, something about Peter so we might be returning to that topic. Talk about thwomps yet?
1: Oh, man, I love thwomps.
3: And the baby thwomps?
1: Oh, baby baby little baby thwomps. thwomps. Suck. They suck. Hey, um, I'm in a- the very... F- Sorry, go ahead.
3: I, I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm abandoning what is potentially the real name for them because they they play through all of the names in the credits, and I have since oh, yeah. uh, forgotten half of them. i got to look this up. Well, you can just beat the game again because it's something that you can do really quick, right? Yeah,
1: I'm almost there now. <laughs> just, just from when we started.
4: <laughs> uh, what are the names of those little caterpillars when you jump on them, they get pissed?
1: Wigglers.
2: That's yeah, I th- Wigglers or Wiggles,
1: something like that. Man, I'm going to the Wiggles in September. It's gonna be off. That <laughs> are they easy. not? Are they not there
2: now? <laughs>
4: <laughs> if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, when you're done enjoying the sweet music that Ryan's cut in, jump over to YouTube and we'll check out the the video version of this for for the P2 Wait. menagerie.
1: Well, oh, you told me that this wasn't going on. <laughs> was <laughs> People are gonna see this. They are now. Oh my goodness all right um <laughs> hmm. what do you guys want to type about next
3: uh Mecha Koopas the little wind-up dudes
1: oh yeah Mecha Koopas they
3: show up right at the end and that's I was gonna, gonna
1: say that's <laughs> gonna say they were awesome though and I loved the mechanic for fighting Bowser um just the fact that you, you're learning how to use these you just figured out how to use them because you're just at Bowser's castle and now you're throwing them up at them Loved it, loved it. Those were Mecha Koopas. Yeah, yeah they were.
2: They, they were, were little,
1: win- me- little winders on the back of them.
2: Ah, huh, didn't notice. They were just Mecha- random enemies that showed up at they the end for me.
0: Last level, yep. Speaking yeah, of me- the last level, I was to say, does anyone know the path numbers they took? Because there's two doors do. before the final path, and there's one. There's a path that I always take because I feels it's the easiest to get there. Um, I and I'll let you guys eight. first if you guys remember. <laughs> um. I remember mine
3: because I I actually had two pathways, and then I I so at first I was going one seven, which um, the one is the uh, the big down pillars that that are coming like they randomly show up, but that level is significantly easier if you've gotten the switches. If you if you've gone to all the switch palaces, then that was super easy. Um, yeah. Dude, we didn't talk about switch palaces yet. Yeah, we, we got
1: to talk switch palaces for sure, for sure. Uh,
3: let's keep going on this line of, of thinking and then we'll talk about the switch palaces. Uh, and then 7 I did that one for a little bit because that one was Oh, no, no. I it was the one where you just have to sprint across under all the the spiky things and thwomps. Uh, That's I did that, I I did that one once. The first time I got through it and then I ended up dying after that and I tried it again. I just could not get past that. So I then switched it up and I went two, eight. Uh, two is just the chain link. Correct. And eight
2: is the... Uh, the charging trucks or whatever they're called.
3: Yes, charging trucks. We got the names right. Uh,
2: the but football that, guys that throw baseballs. That's right.
3: Uh, or they'd shovel things. Uh, that was random When that showed up. Yes, and then uh, in that one you can get a cape if you have done the uh, the green and blue switch palaces. So um, that set me up for the final fight. Better that became my path. Ryan, you seem to have a preferred way. Did did you want to give your your path, or
0: someone else want to two and five? It's the easiest path in my opinion. Now you were mentioning the spikes coming down, and the trick to it is. You just line yourself up to the first spike when it comes down. Now you don't go too far, but you go right by it. And as soon as they rip up, lift up, you go. You'll make mm-hmm. it every time. You just hold down the run button, and you'll make it every time. Those are also the fastest two paths, in my opinion, um, and the easiest two. Uh, like I said, you just path number two is the one where you climb the, the fence, like you said. Mm-hmm. You can even knock a Koopa off the other side if you want, because there's nobody on that side. You just have to watch out for the fireballs, which are pretty easy to dodge. So, and then after that, it's essentially just turn on the disco ball light and then uh make it all the way to the the big door uh where you fight bowser
2: yeah my path was just one and eight because i figured if i did the first part and opened up those other levels i'd do eight and that was the first and last one and that would get me through faster i didn't know you could just choose any two and progress so i would just took the lazy route of the first one and the last one
3: p2 did you just skip both of these and just went straight to the end
2: um, I didn't realize that I just took
1: the first two doors for whatever door I came to first I just took it I didn't realize you had to pick <laughs> so uh, one so one and five were your yes your... yeah I, maybe I you know there's probably ones I haven't even seen before <laughs> and I've beaten this game a lot maybe I should go back and pick them I just assumed the rest of them were for like if you couldn't handle the first one then you try the next one but you know I just you know knocked them out of the park <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Knock, <laughs> knock him out of the park mark yep. that's what they call me yeah <laughs> that's my old nickname. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Sean did you have a uh preferred uh, I didn't I didn't beat it this month and I couldn't tell you if I, I don't remember what it was when we were kids um but uh we'll go uh yeah we'll say uh two and eight, <laughs> two
1: and eight. <laughs> good choices good choices
3: very good choices um but yeah so those levels and certain sections of that levels uh get easier if you have filled in uh these dotted areas throughout the maps and this is throughout the entire game um and these are the switch palaces which are secret areas that you can find off the paths all the way uh from the first level um through i think the last one happens in uh the forest of illusion and so uh each of them has a different color. They do different things in the world. Uh, and in some cases, they totally nerf levels that uh, were far more difficult uh, up until that point. But now you've got your big safety net of a bunch of yellow yellow bricks along the bottom. Uh, would you guys think of the Switch Palaces, the, I guess the implementation, and would you think of the uh,
1: what it did to things? Uh, Mark? Oh, I love them. Um, the game opens up, you go left... And, uh, you get a switch palace in the second, if you just go left, um, and the first time that those blast out and they fill up the whole world, it's like, oh, so good. And if you don't go left the first time, or sorry, if you do go left the first time, you don't even really realize what it's done until you get the donut planes. Uh, once you get to donut planes, you see this, the green outline, and then you get that switch palace and you get feathers from those switches. Like those green blocks were Overpowered, love it, but I loved finding the switch houses. That one in the forest of illusion was particularly hard to get. Um, that was the water one. Um, yeah, I found that one particularly hard to find. Uh, but I loved it, loved everything about it. And they also make Star Road uh passable, so I mean, you can do it without it, but it's nigh impossible. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought. Very good. Did you guys uh
3: yes ryan what would you think of the uh switch palaces i was just gonna agree with mark there
0: uh i love it because it feels like a reward for putting that little extra effort to find the little hidden because a couple of them are hidden um actually three of them are really hidden uh but um if, it feels like a reward putting in that little extra effort just to get those extra blocks so i you know granted it does make the game easier but like i said it's like your reward for doing just a little bit of extra work so i love them for that reason
3: very good.
4: I just, I'm going to jump in here because it's yeah. what I do. Um, I think this is just, it's another indication of Nintendo makes their games for everyone, literally. Like, you can go and get these Switch Palaces. And in the case of the Yellow Switch Palace, it sort of makes your life a little easier because a lot of those yellow blocks block off holes and stuff. Um, but you don't need to do these. You can go through the game and just beat the game, you know? Uh, it's an extra piece for those who want more. Uh, just like uh rainbow road or just like uh i don't know so you, you, those who want to explore every pathway through it's it's a, it's like we, we talk about replayability for games and you know games today like they try and extend their gameplay by you know uh, achievement hunting and trophy hunting well nintendo was doing it before those things existed and they did it by including fun things to do i, I don't know it's great i like them um i really enjoyed it and uh, it really makes you want to try and collect all 120 stars. I don't think there are 120 stars in this one.
3: <laughs> it's 999 moons. Get it right. Oh, <laughs> There is a moon. However, did you guys find the moon? There's a couple, yeah. The three ups. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah, I found one of those. Ah, yes. lore. Is this world connected to Odyssey
1: then? Oh, good, good question. Also, it's Thwimp. Thwomp and Thwimp. thwimp? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of oh, how I
3: felt when the little one would get me. I felt like a twin Ow!
0: Did uh yeah. anyone know I know this is going back just a little bit to Bowser's Castle, but do you know about that one secret path that'll take you to like the back door of Bowser's Castle? You can skip essentially essentially what's called the Star World would also let you like skip um to like uh I believe that's Lenny's Castle. Um, a lot of those too, like you can skip a couple levels essentially or th- with the secret pass, you can go around like four if you want, um, but I, I love the there's all that little thing. I still, I didn't do it this run, but I know I've done it before in the past to get to the side door, if you will, for Bowser's Castle.
1: Yeah, it's it almost sort of acts as like the warp whistles or or, or warp pipes would in, in previous Mario Owens Domains, but uh, this way is way more creative, I thought. Also, are we going to talk about Above Star Road? Go for it. Oh, did anybody get above Star Road? Nope. Oh, come on. Tubular and... What are the other ones? Radical or something? Come on, Ryan.
0: (laughs) Remind me here. I've known I've probably done it in the past. If you oh, my remember.
1: gosh. Okay, so you do Star Road. It's like five things, and then you go above Star Road. It's the oh, super, that's right. You're right. Super I've, hard levels.
0: Yes, I know what you're speaking of. Yes, I've done that before. Uh, those oh are You God. are 100% correct. I completely forgot about them. In Team and then, that's, that's the one that's right in the middle. That's right.
1: Yes, if you beat all of them, the whole world changes. All the Koopas turn into pumpkin things. I can't believe you guys didn't know this. It's this blowing my mind
2: here. It. It's been forever. <laughs> I didn't know about oh secret paths until this week. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah. So okay. So the real challenge of Super Mario World is getting above Star Road. Um, I
4: it's don't even have to Star start road.
1: road. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know when you blow a whistle and you go to the secret world and you get to pick anyway. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you go above Star Road and then there's these super challenging worlds. If you manage to beat, I think it's eight. It's either eight or six levels. Um, you beat it and then the whole world changed. Every single level that you've played is now different and it's got a different palette and, and all the enemies look different. Um, yeah, wow. I can't believe uh, you guys didn't see this yet. Where did Elmo go? <laughs> He's having a nap. All right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway you guys got to check out Above Star Road. It's It's awesome someday someday yeah yeah you'll love it Very good yeah is this so like is
4: this a real thing or is this like when you dreamt that dad brought a Super Nintendo home in the middle of supper
1: um <laughs> this is this is just actually it's a little more real than toad hass but less real than uh than uh getting the uh, one-ups from the green Koopa shell at the start of the, of the first world.
2: Is it more or less real than the time you were told that to you had to finish your dinner before you could have your dinner? <laughs> oh, man.
1: You know what? Did you guys have any troubles with being picky eaters when you were kids? I had a lot a hard time. I was a really picky eater. Um, and now my daughter's a picky eater, so I'm, like, dealing with it. I get to see what it's like on this side of it.
4: Yeah, you would only eat, like, chicken fingers and and craft dinner. Like, it was
1: actually fish sticks, fish sti- which fish I don't even like right, now. Right, right. But, but when I was a kid, that's all they, that I, was I, would,
4: I would eat. Mom would actually – I don't understand this because – there's no way I would do it, but mom would actually make a separate meal for you because you want to want to have
1: like if you want to call it a meal with the rest of us. If you want to call it a meal, I don't know what you call what I was eating. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, I feel like we're getting off topic. <laughs> oh yeah, what were we talking about? But <laughs> but we were Yoshi. talking about how Yoshi eats. Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi eats anything. Eat. Also, if you eat, what is it? What are those tomatoes or whatever that that he's eating? You eat a bunch apples. of them. They look apples? like apples. Are the Eat all that. You get five of them, and then you get. What is it? A one-up or is it a mushroom? Sometimes it's a mushroom. it's a mushroom. Yeah. What do you get from up? the
4: yeah. different colored apples? The rotten ones, there, because you eat the or like the reddish, orangish colored apples, and you know nothing happens. And then you eat the purpley ones, and Yoshi gets violently ill or something. Like what is with those ones? <laughs> I don't. <think> so.
3: <laughs> I don't know. He, he could he could uh, flush himself out with flood or something. I, it, it gets better. I think we lost Mark.
1: (laughs) I think you nailed him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mario the stomach pumper. There you go. Okay. We've made our way back to the people then.
1: Yeah. It's fun being on this side side of the show. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah. You don't have to try to rein this thing back in. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you want to talk
0: about
2: Bowser battle, the final Bowser battle?
3: Sure, we can do that. Let's
2: have Fitnet talk about that. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool fight. It was mildly annoying getting used to it just having only played it the first time over this last week. But um, I thought it was a pretty cool fight. Really great animation on that one. Just unique. It reminded me that peach was in the game.
3: <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, that is a good point. You really don't.
2: Yeah, because like, I, I make it clear up until that point that peach is
3: really missing. Uh,
2: not really. I had to start the game over. I was like, did they just not mention this at the start of the game? I legitimately did that before I jumped on here. Is I wrong. started this, and it's this just plain text black box that says, "Oh hey, Peach has been kidnapped again. Go get her." Yeah, <laughs> and I remember her
1: arms being like flailing around, <laughs> like olive oil, kind of.
2: Like your flailing inflatable tube, Peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Well she at least gives you power ups in the middle of that fight because otherwise yeah, that, was I, nice. that is a tricky one. There's a lot of there's a lot of enemies that you can bounce off of that they it's like why this guy and not this guy, or why can I hit the side of his clown car but not the propeller? I mean I understand physics
4: as far as like why that would be, but like then why are you asking the question?
3: Because I'm trying to lead you guys into a good topic of discussion here. So <laughs>
2: I didn't think about
1: that as a clown car until just now. Mm-hmm. I'll um. I remember Peach like trying to throw mushrooms at me, and I'm trying to dodge them because I don't want to lose my extra feather. Because um, mm-hmm. if you get that mushroom, you lose that feather. Oh, Peach, what are you doing to me?
2: So <laughs> ungrateful. Oh, it's
1: rough. But the thing is, it
3: it it doesn't matter what power up you have if you get hit. This is just maybe news to you, Mark. But uh, whatever power up you have, it you brings you back
1: to regular old uh tiny baby short mario yeah that, that's a good point um i like that i like that you don't just go back i don't like the you shouldn't get three hits you, you get two and, and that that should be enough right um so but that's a should, should. that's a topic that's a topic um do you feel you should just go back to super mario or or should you uh drop right down to, to, to little mario that's a that's a topic
3: i don't know i mean it depends it it depends on how you value the i mean i think a lot of people value the uh them as as a three-tier of power-up because Mm -hmm. some of the power-ups come through as uh mushrooms if you aren't already big
1: good point point. to
3: me to me that 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 gives it a sort of mid-range power-up by association Mm -hmm.
1: um good point which I've then always...
3: would lean, make more sense to roll back the same way. But hey, Good it point. you know, I, I guess they want to give people a challenge and that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like if you have Yoshi and, you know, Yoshi can basically give you unlimited hits uh, yeah. as long as you keep landing back on
2: him really quickly. Yeah, or so. a minimum three. So that's nice.
3: Yes. One for Yoshi, two for your big power up, and then the third.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. That never felt unfair to me to go revert back after getting hit. Yeah, if you're getting hit, hit three times in the same fight, you probably should just practice. Probably. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't irritating at times. I just never found it unfair. I just sucked.
4: Because <laughs> let me tell you, when you get up above Star Road, that, 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 that three-hit lifestyle, that ain't going to do you. That's... Star Road, you're one and done. You know what I mean. I it's like it's wham tubular. bam, thank you. It is tubular. <laughs> is um, tubular. You got to get up there, and you just gotta, you gotta hold down that Y, and you gotta ride that B. You are on the razor's edge of those jumps. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. What did he said? Yeah, above Star Road. Yeah, it's called the Special Zone. I bet. I, I got the names tapping. here. Okay, so That's what <laughs> happened on your sofa <laughs> back there? So it's so it's gnarly, tubular, way cool, awesome, groovy, mondo. I've I've not even heard of that word. What's mondo? Uh, outrageous and funky. Those are the names of these special worlds. So, I love that we're on a sling.
4: podcast about Super Mario World, and you're the only one who even
2: knows this thing exists. <laughs> no, I remember it. Ryan does. I, I think I think mondo is just your reminder that this game came out in the nineties.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, is mondo a nineties term? Mondo.
2: I don't know. Uh, just, we're, we're just,
1: we're just repeating there. where Yeah. I don't but yeah, What are we missing? We missing anything here? I uh, just want to
0: mention the waves real quick that Bowser had there because he's got like three waves. You know, the first wave is essentially just him swinging back and forth, throwing the Mecha Koopas. And the second wave, he drops a bowling ball. He flips, the, does a 180, he drops a bowling ball, which you have to jump over and wait for the Koopalings. And the third wave, he he slumps onto the ground, basically. You know, you just got to keep moving and moving and waiting for those Mecha Koopas to come out. Uh, but something that, I guess, this tying back into my youth here playing the game, I always felt, um, before getting into this Bowser talk, that I needed to have, and this is just, and I can't recall, I, I should have probably not have done it this time, too, but it's just, I guess, I've played this game this almost the same way every time, but I always bring Yoshi to Bowser's Castle with me. Granted, he won't come in, but I always felt that Princess, you know, Toadstool needs Yoshi to write back on. You know, and I'm not 100 percent of she doesn't have Yoshi to write back on in the credits if you beat it without having Yoshi there. Um that, that's something I need to probably go back and play. But the, in my head I always had to have bring Yoshi with me to this castle if you will. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and I the other thing too, this is off weird, but I always thought thought it as when he drops the bowling ball down the bowling ball that it was just him taking a giant dump i don't know why but in my head it's like, i always it's like i'm going over my head like the pattern pattern all of a sudden he does the 180 i'm like giant dump here you go jump over that next thing you know and it just i've never i don't understand why it's just i guess my head you know as whatever 10 year old me or eight year old me when i was playing this game that oh here comes this attack jump over it and there you go um, but it's something that's it's like a pattern that just goes in my head basically. I can't fit you know answer it, but there you
2: go. Yeah, apparently that clown car is actually a TARDIS. <laughs> nice.
0: Well, Peach is also hiding in that thing too. So and you know, Bowser is like <laughs> sitting all the way out of it, so it's kind of like <laughs> how much room's in here, but so, pocket dimensions. Yep. Yeah.
3: Okay, so we talked about uh, is, there, is there more that we can say about this this game? Is it, I mean, it's worth mentioning that we did the CC100 and this game was number one, uh, which was, I think, part, part of the reason why I think some people wanted to see this as, as a game of the month. It was kind of a, a big glaring omission that, that we, we hadn't done a 2D platforming Mario up to this point. Uh, where do you, do you feel... And I, 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 this may be jumping a little bit into Lasting Impressions overall rating and final thoughts. So let's, as part of your final thoughts, I want to hear where you feel it fits in the scheme of 2D Mario titles. And I want to start with... Marco, i start with you since you have been to Above Star Road. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, this is not only the, BS, the best 2D Mario, it's just the best Mario in general. Um, and it is number three on my uh, top 100 list. Uh, yeah, and it deserves all the credit it can possibly receive. Um, like I said, put this, just put this the behind fact, final fantasy eight. Yes. Come on, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Would well, this would one would have been did... better view if Mario had been dead the whole time.
2: Whoa, whoa. Spoilers. Yeah, but for which Final Fantasy, though? That could be several, I think.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's <laughs> any. Anyways,
2: <laughs> that's just a theory. A <laughs> uh, game theory. Oh. Uh, must be right, so... Mario 2.
1: Uh, well, kind of. Um, but yeah, uh, it took everything that Mario 3 did and made it better. And Mario 3 was already the best, and nothing's ever topped it. So it's like, yeah, it's got to be top, top tier. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could argue with anybody that this is the best Mario. The fact that it has the yellow and red dots for when you go into each level to tell you if there's a secret exit or not is, it, it's amazing. You're not, you're not running around aimlessly. You have a purpose. Um, you still have to figure it out. It's just you know that you've missed something. And anyway, love it. Love it, so good. Okay. how about uh, how about you guys?
3: Yeah, Fitnet, Fitnet. Let's get your sort of final thoughts, rating, lasting impressions, all of that sort of. Put a bow on it.
2: Yeah, I. This is a great game, but it didn't really leave that much of an impression on me this month in particular. I don't know why it just didn't click with me all that much. It's a great game, but like I just it didn't hit me the same way as it usually would. So that was maybe just a mood thing, but of course it's a fantastic game. I don't know how it would really compare for me with the original three games or I say whatever you will about Mario two, however you want to classify that. But, um, I didn't really play those all that much and I still haven't, I need to go back and play those. Like I have played them, but not enough to really rank them as compared to Mario world. But yeah, I don't, it's a fantastic game, but I don't really know how to rank it.
3: Okay. Uh, Sean, let's get let's
4: get yours, and then Ryan, I'll I'll get yours on the way. I gotta I gotta agree with Mark. Um, Super Mario Three was uh, groundbreaking uh, when it came out. It was mind boggling to look at what Nintendo had done within the limitations of the NES. And then Super Mario World came out, and it was it was just everything about it was better. Everything about like. The graphics were better, the worlds were better, the secrets were better, the um, hints were better, Mario looked better, the power-ups were better, everything about it was better. And the Mario games since then have been enjoyable, but the way I see it is Super Mario World changed the game, and everything since then has just been comfort food. You know, it's like if you look at uh, new Super Mario Bros. for the Wii when that side-scrolling one came out. That came out and that rocked. That everybody was blown away. But it's they were blown away and they were pumped for it because it reminded them of Super Mario World. It, well, you know, it wasn't because oh man, they've Nintendo has made this next leap. They they had they didn't. They really. I mean, I don't want to say they plateaued at Super Mario World, but everything since then has just been iterations on that, like the music and the stages. Um, and Super Mario World did it best. I put it in. I started playing it for this this month, and I I, I played. I was like, I'll just play a little bit, just you know, to refresh. And I, I, sat here for like two hours straight. Just, I was like, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I don't want to stop playing. Like, when I leave for, when I left for deployment in July, this was the first game that I played on the ship. Um, uh, next to Octopath Traveler, which by the way uh, is fantastic. You guys definitely got to get into it. I'm about thirty <laughs> hours in. Uh- <laughs> um, no, it's. Uh- the only game you could maybe make an argument, so I guess you could maybe make an argument for, I'll let Ryan make that argument. Oh, this game is fantastic, um, and I, I don't, there is no other Mario game that feels as good as this one does for me, and if you haven't played it, play it. It's.
2: It might be, uh, uh, it's, it's really good. So I guess you would call it a plateau former.
1: Oh boy oh <laughs> that's, fitnet. Fitnet away
2: without a that's I why it. <laughs> you've only been on one episode <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I can just go now if you want well no you gotta
3: stick around we got three word reviews to do in a second here but i want ryan i want i want your lasting
0: impressions and final thoughts and then i will give my own uh okay so first off this was <laughs> the very first game that i felt this is the first real game I felt I beat because I've beaten probably arcade games, but that's just pumping quarters. in. this was like the first real console game I can recall ever beating. Um, and I thought that was really special to me. Um, the one thing I loved Mario brothers three, it was mind blowing for me. But the one thing that I look back on Mario brothers three now, as opposed to Mario world is I feel as if that game's too long and there's no safe points in it. That's, you know this game you can save, so you can take your breather and come back later. Mario Brothers Three, there was nothing like that back then. You just had to play four hours straight and try to beat the game, unless you're really good with the warp whistles, and then you know there you go. But uh, Mario Mario World was, I think, it. It's the mechanics are perfect for this game. Um, there's like little things like the spin jump where you won't take any damage. You know if you hit it correctly. You know it's uh, the flying. It's it's you know. It's, it's awesome. Um, now, I debate between this and 64. is my favorite Mario. It, I guess it depends what day, the, you know, the day that you hit me on, what, which one I feel more like playing it at the moment because both these games, both that and in Mario 64, World and 64 were um, big deals for me. I, I love both those games um, a lot. Uh, I can recall um, a few years back when I lost my job. I know my buddy Mike lost his job during the same week. So um, we were just sitting around collecting unemployment and he said, bring the super Nintendo over. Let's play Mario world. And we beat it in two days. We 100% of it. It was awesome. Um, when I play Mario maker, the only levels I want to play are the Mario world levels. Cause the platforming is perfect in this game. The one thing about its it doesn't outstay its welcome. And I think it has the right amount of difficulty. It's got some hard levels, but uh, just with a little practice, I feel as if you can get through them. And I love the fact that I think this game rewards you for exploring. So, Yeah, it's my last impressions. So
3: if you watch the CC100, you know what game was number two. And you know that I did the voiceover for it because I really, 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 really like Super Mario 3. Uh, And from the standpoint of my opinions on Super Mario World, I have to put those games neck and neck. And then it's the nostalgia that kicks three above for me. From a design standpoint, I think they both play. They are both masterclasses in design. Uh, there's stuff that I... It's funny playing Super Mario World now after having played other platformers because those are homages to that game. And so when I see things, I see mechanics in a game from five years ago, and I go back and play Super Mario, and I'm like, that's where they got it. That's why, that's why they designed this this way. And so it feels... It almost feels derivative but that's because it was the foundation that all this stuff was built on uh and so given that i i can't i can't sit here and tell you that it is not an excellent game it is it is one of the best games that i've played on the super nintendo uh i just haven't played a lot of games on the super nintendo but it's still that little bit of nostalgia that keeps three above it for me um but it's still really, really, really good. And I, I I, I, will go back to it. I will obviously recommend it to people. I'm glad that it got, like, in the moment I was unhappy that it got voted number one, but it got voted number one by such a long shot because uh, there were just so many people who feel so strongly about this game. Um, and it, uh, I don't know, there's not a whole lot more that can be said there, but for me, uh, Three just edges it on 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 where it was and where I was when I was playing that game um, because I, I I was a little I was you know a few years older at that point when I was playing that game probably about the same age that uh, some of you guys were when you were playing uh, it originally um, so yeah I think that's where I'm at but yeah I want to kick it to Ryan because obviously the five of us uh, have played Super Mario World or have played it this month or have played it in the recent uh in the recent past uh but we're not the only ones and so ryan l- i'll let you take it from here uh going over uh some
0: three word reviews chris roberts says i hate yoshi chris r the bass guy says too many paths." buried on mars says yoshi greater than luigi but it's a little greater than sign retro pixel says it's not sonic Mrs. Dog says, not worth continuing. PK vs. The World says, not too bad. Tony Razzle says, it is nostalgia. Tunya at Kevin the Tuna wrote, best launch title. E. Skilliam wrote, that soundtrack though. And we have one three word review coming from the CC Discord. And it's from AD Defense. And it's Yoshi deserved better. All right, now let's get them from a panel here. Fitnat, what is your three-word review for this game?
2: I tried to come up with a better one, but all I can think of is my first scenario. That's all I got this time.
0: Great. Mark, what's your three-word review for this game? You're not getting away this time without doing
1: one. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we'll go with the best Mario. Not to be confused with Mario. So. we he's still the best. Okay. <laughs> Got to, they spell it differently in Canada, huh? So. Yeah, a little, little bit. <laughs> accent,
0: accent they go, yeah. yeah. Sean, it, what is your three-word review for this game? Mario's Finest Outing. Musty? Three, but barely. And mine is The Perfect Platformer.
3: So, obviously, as as you know, uh, Ryan and I will be, will be taking over at the start of season six, uh, and we are, I will say, we are planning on taking the show in kind of a new direction, although it will be more of an evolution of the existing show, uh, mostly in the fact that we are planning on doing the shows live. Uh, we are still kind of figuring that out, and I don't want to become married to one platform or the other, we uh, we will go wherever it suits us and wherever people are willing to come and, uh, and join us. So uh, while we will be doing that, we will continue to provide a tightly edited audio version for those who wish to listen on demand via whatever podcast app of their choice. So uh, to those of you who are aware, we are kicking off season six in September uh, with the 2016 reboot of the classic id first person shooter, doom and uh, we hope that you will join us as the cartridge club goes to hell which brings us to october uh a month traditionally tied to spooky games and this october is no exception the game that we will be playing originally released in 1998 is available on the N64, the PlayStation, the Dreamcast, and the GameCube, and oh. follows two protagonists as they deal with the aftermath of a zombie outbreak in Raccoon City, and nice. with the remake coming in January to PS4, Xbox One, and PC, this may be some of your last chances for first impressions on the classic edition of Resident Evil 2. Woo! Nice one. So, I just we got hope, goosebumps. Yeah. I
4: don't remember
3: so, <laughs> Yeah, I know, because we changed it. <laughs> so so nice. we, we hope you'll join us for future games uh, of the month here on CC Prime. And if you have any interest in being part of the panel of guests for any of the live shows, uh, please reach out to either myself or Ryan. Um, spots will fill up fast, of course. Uh, so please do not hesitate to reach out uh, if you are interested. Uh, I, I also want to just take a quick moment to just uh, thank both P1, P2 for... For entrusting this show to uh, to me and Ryan, uh, I, I know Ryan, you you have some thoughts too. So I, I don't want to take too much of the stage on this, but um, your confidence in how we are able to execute this is. Uh, highly motivating. And I really appreciate the fact that you are are willing to, to hand this over um, and have given us kind of the test run for the past couple of shows to get our, get our feet under us um, with regards to this. So I'm really looking forward to where this goes. I want you guys to be on when you can. So again, if there's games that are, that we're playing that you want to be a part of, um, just know that I will kick anybody else out to bring you guys on. Uh, (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) i won't kick you out though um <laughs> thank you but yeah so i i just wanted to take a moment to say that ryan um uh, i'll leave it to you for for uh, any other comments and then and then kind of sure.
0: yeah so i also want to thank the bros for forming the cartridge club this show Man. and then handing the rights also to me and musty here taking it over uh, i was shocked the day you guys told us that you were ending the show it was something i never wanted to end and I was honor when you guys told us that you wanted to be the you know wanted me and musty to be the host going forward so once again I want to thank you guys for for doing this and I really appreciate this guys um and uh, I feel I think a lot of people probably you know have the same feelings as well so uh thank you very much for that and um so uh I
4: just thanks, guys. Um,
1: well, thank yeah, you guys. To, I couldn't think of any anybody anybody better than you two. You guys, well, I mean, once Eric,
4: once Eric and J Rock turned it down, <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, number two is the worst. you guys, uh, and
4: like this Bill and,
0: Bill and Derek said no to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Jeffrey uh, and bass guy, uh, no, it's uh, I mean. Anybody, who, I think Ryan, you you first uh, came across us on Retro Rejects, mm-hmm. and if you listen to that episode, we say in it because they ask us, "Where do you see the club in five years?" And the answer we gave at that time was, five years from now, we hope that the club is uh, big enough to run on its own, and that we are just a small part of it." You know, we don't have to necessarily necessarily be um, like a, a driving force, and that we haven't had to do that for quite a while. Um, and it's it, you guys really. You and Musty are allowing us to uh, achieve that goal and that dream that we had, you know, five years ago. So thank you guys for for willing to to say, you know, yes, let us keep this going on and let's keep the club rocking. So I can't wait to go to hell. I'm buying a digital game on my Switch that is larger than five gigabytes just so I can play along with you guys for Doom.
0: You can get the uh, little cartridge if you want.
4: Yeah, but then I got to download like 20 gigs anyway. So why am I buying the cartridge if I'm just going to download 20 gigs anyway? Mm -hmm. I might as well just download the whole thing. Mm. Uh but I'm going to play like I I'm I'm pumped to see what games you guys bring. Uh I'm pumped to see what you guys do with the show, what guests you get on. Uh and I'm just excited to to listen to to what you guys have to say. It's the club is really lucky to have the people that it does in it. Uh and you two are are massive parts of it. Uh and fitting out you two like I I mean we made jokes this whole episode that it's only your it's your second episode on the show, but you've been I can't remember a time when the cartridge club existed and FitNat wasn't wasn't part of the club, you know, you might as well be yeah. P three. Um, you were men- <laughs> you've been mentioned in more more videos than sure. anybody else. It, uh, you might actually have been mentioned as many times as our kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way more, way more than our kids. <laughs> so uh we, we when we knew we were wrapping up, we wanted to make sure you were on this show, and I'm really glad you were able to get on here. Um, even if you couldn't get above Star Road.
1: If <laughs> you can apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I don't know. I'm going to mute now. And uh,
1: Yeah. You guys are fade. awesome. That Halo episode, maybe want to play Halo. And I, I knew you guys are going to be great. But, but as soon as I heard it for the first time, I was like, oh, there was no question. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the club has going forward. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. And um,
0: so I guess we'll do the outro here and uh, I'm going to thank the panel for being here. So Fitnet, thank you once again for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Where can we find you, just in case someone wants to find you on the internet?
2: I don't know why you would, but you can find me at Fitnet on Twitter, F-I-T-G-N-A-T. But um, I don't tweet that much as of this recording. I'm on the Discord a lot, and also, obviously, the cartridge Club Hangouts every Tuesday. So that's how you can find me, usually.
0: Awesome. Thank you once again for being here. And Sean, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cartridge Bros. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again for being here, Sean. Informing the club and everything.
4: Oh, I so really just-, just wanted an excuse to play games and talk to my brother. <laughs> 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 Beamed did all the forming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Mark,
1: where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Cartridge Bros P Two. I should still be there. Um, what is this? August? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm still there for sure. Yeah. Um, check me out anytime. I'll just be lonely missing my brother at this point in time. Uh, but yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing what, uh, what you guys bring in the future.
0: Thank you, Mark, for everything you've done here too, with the club. Well, thank so. you guys. Thank you guys. And uh, with me, you can find me on Twitter. It's rocket sauce. And uh, musty, where can we find you? And uh, yeah, where can we find you? Yeah.
3: On the Internet? So uh, on, on Twitter, you can find me at musty Hobbit. Um, can find me on uh my own youtube channel which uh is thriving again uh and uh that is Heck uh yeah. s- second breakfast uh with the room being all kind of wrapped up and um we're kind of at that point where i could start making some some content again so uh i'm really excited for for all of that so go come by check it out again uh you can find me at the hangout on tuesdays uh which uh we have a blast doing uh even if you're new to the club or if you're um just looking for an opportunity to talk to some people uh we love hanging out uh for a couple hours every tuesday night uh and just chatting about the stuff that's going on the games of the month uh we can talk about those as well so um uh, those would be the best locations to find me. Uh, and then you can find again, Ryan and myself here on the uh, Cartridge Club channel. Uh, we'll be doing, again, every month, we'll be doing the monthly shows. Uh, we'll figure out kind of when, that's all a, a matter of scheduling, but it will be sometime sort of prime time uh, stateside, or you know, some somewhere in that range. But uh, looking forward to bringing a lot of that to you as well so but yeah thank you ryan for helping co-host here uh and uh why don't we for one uh uniform let's get uh, let's simultaneous this one we'll get it right this time right so we're gonna go
4: three i'm not gonna be able to do that without crying
3: oh (laughs) we just gotta say it was it's just it's just it's just four syllables you you, you can do it (laughs) So we're gonna count down from three, and, and and after one, so three, two, one, and then we say it. Okay, so ready? So three, two, one, CC
1: unite! Can't wait to hear what that sounds like. Yeah.
4: <laughs> sounds like they'd always does. <laughs> uh, you guys
1: are great. Is that it we done you're done because i wanted to say bowser i hardly knew her